Oh, it's one queen, two kings. Yep. It's your queen, El Nana. It's your king, Brian. It's your king, Mary. And a special guest today, another queen. Yeah, Dr. Mo, welcome. Hey, welcome. thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. What are we going to talk about today? Man, we got a lot of shit to talk about today. Let's I get think. into a... Kicking the shits with El Nana. Oh, yeah. Oh. You got some shits What's today? the shits? I do have some shits today. What's the, shit? the shits? This one, uh, and we'll, for the sake of time, we're not going to dive in too deep because we know, you know, we have a, a special guest in the house. But so um, listen to the radio station yesterday. I'm not going to name which one. And there was an artist. Everybody's familiar with Kay Michelle, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. And um, I'd heard her previously say something about men aren't good people. Ooh. Yeah. Men aren't good people. And so I heard that and I was like, hmm, I'm interested to learn more about why she thinks men aren't good people. Because that's a pretty strong and powerful statement. Men aren't good people. So I, w- um, I happened to be in traffic and listened to her on the air. And she said 99% of men are bad people. There was only one percent. 99.9% of men. <laughs> Big difference. Big yes. Difference. The okay. only 1.1% that are good is Jesus and Barack Obama. <laughs> wow, wow, Barack. That's what I said. How does she know what Barack had going on prior to marriage or throughout their marriage? She doesn't. Well, this is that's a that's a very very uh uneducated generalization, Barack Obama, right? And well, I think it's coming from her, so I figured to be uneducated anyway. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah. This is knowing her history. Okay. If you know her history, then I don't really know her history. I know yeah. of her and I've heard things about her. But um, in listening to the conversation she had, she was in there with Derek Jackson. Anybody familiar with Derek Jackson? What do you do? He's a social media influencer. He basically talks about relationships, right? So he's, he's Steve Harvey. He's, he's the Steve, new Harvey Steve Harvey of Instagram. Exactly, and Facebook. Okay. And so he was on there, and when she made that statement, it was very, as a woman, I was like, whoa, where did that come from? And in her voice, you could hear the hurt. And as she was talking, she said, men aren't good people. Men are offenders. Um, men, what 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 has a man ever done to uplift a woman? Yikes. Hmm. Now, I'm a woman. I've dated men. I've dated some bad men. But I can't sit there and say that all men are bad people. What are your thoughts? I mean, as a man and, and Dr. Mo, as a woman and as a licensed mm-hmm. Therapist, what are your thoughts? What are y'all's thoughts? Well, coming from a research background, you know, statistics are my thing. So when you're saying 99.9, I mean, that's everybody. Exactly. So it's kind of like those polls that um, we don't get about, you know, who you want to vote for. And they're Mm -hmm. saying this person or that person. I didn't get that poll. So I didn't either. That doesn't make no sense. And Jesus is not even walking the earth. So technically, you take Jesus out of the equation, it's just Barack Barack. Obama. It's the point now. Yeah. Not much left. Damn. Not much left. And you don't know Barack Obama. You know the persona, but you don't know who he is. Right. Right? Right. So that's a very... My views on it is she can only speak coming from a place that she's only been. So if those are the only type of people she's dating, then Mm -hmm. she needs to date other people. Yeah, I find a different type of person to date instead of hood niggas. Agreed. That's a problem, and that's what she said. She did mention that. She said she she said when she when she first moved to Atlanta, it was moved to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. right? She said the only guys she dated was dope boys. Well, that's your problem. That's why we all cheat. That's why we do what we do. I mean, as far as a dope boy goes, that's her problem. She should have dated a motherfucker that worked at Kroger's. (laughs) Well, 
You see what I'm I mean? sure. I'm sure Kroger men. <laughs> I'm not saying that they don't <laughs> cheat, but the chances of a Kroger man cheating over a well, he's too broke to have choices. <laughs> nah, he just. I mean, you know how it goes. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. Usually cheat. Well, because they have options. They have money. They have options, and some women are attracted to the money. So you have your choices. So I yeah. get where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, in, in, the, in the same breath, she did admit that she's very insecure. We all know that Kay Michelle had uh, butt implants, butt implants mm-hmm. that she recently took out. She's right, had some right. some cosmetic work done. So when you kind of put all that stuff into play, you have to start thinking, are you the problem? Yeah, if, definitely yeah if you if you've had trouble relationships with everybody that you've dated right. and honestly she doesn't even know if half of the relationships that she's had with men if they even cheated she's too busy and too focused on what happened in the past right. that they're probably she's blaming and right. probably putting blame on this man for cheating right. and he may not be cheating at all. Right. Hell, right. I, if, if I'm going to get blamed for it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just do it. <laughs> now, but then she's bringing that, you know, that toxic right. process within exactly. two relationships. Every relationship mm-hmm. is always going to be toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Because she thinks that way. Yeah. And she and she's dating a man, a guy right now. She's known, she says she's 20 known years. for 20 years mm-hmm. and she's been dating him for three years. That man probably catching hell. Yeah. yeah. For everybody. Yeah. For everybody. That's when we're bringing baggage. Yeah. In, from previous relationships into the current, most of us do it, but then the other person kind of allows us to hang on to it too. Yes, yeah. Lord. Yeah. So, like you said, the type of men that she's dating as well, you know, they're allowing her to bring that in to let you know her treat them whatever kind of way, and so here we go with that same cycle over and over. I can't survive in that relationship. Damn that. But some people, here's the thing too, another can you layer. Sure? Some you people can survive. Hell, no. well, some oh, people do. So what if? What if? What if? <laughs> He like I'm. I'm swimming in it. I'm, yeah, swimming, I'm pretty sure I'm some of your babies. Mom, nah, nah. So, <laughs> what if K. Michelle was Beyonce? Would you put up with it? Don't 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 I'm use don't use Beyonce. Don't I'm, use. I'm, do, not, do not use Beyonce as an example. That's who you said. She change win change every that time. shit. Say, say, say Rihanna or it's the podcast favorite. Fucking Eartha Kid or something. Don't podcast use Beyonce. Beyonce. If Beyonce was K. Michelle and thought the same way K. Michelle. Would you be in that relationship? You'd put up with it. It don't Beyonce. matter. Like, it don't matter if it was Whoopi. He put up with it. It don't said, matter. She said Whoopi. Damn. Ooh. That's low. That is low. That's family. Ooh. That's, that's, that's family. family. Ooh. And for our family. first podcast, that's definitely yes, family. she hit me below Ooh. the belt. No, no. If Whoopi. it was Beyonce, fuck that. No. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. Wow. I too. That's too much. And Beyonce, I don't think she's. She wouldn't do this. Oh, hold your meal. Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm, it's okay, Beyonce. It's Queen yeah. B. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Please. I don't give a shit if it's Beyonce. Yeah. I couldn't do it. What about you? Could you do that shit? Not at all. No? Not at all. No matter I, who it is. I do it. Nah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Bite your tongue. Hold your meal. Hold your tongue. <laughs> But you know what? Do you also think that she's so used to the toxic relationships that that's what she goes into mm-hmm. Un- subconsciously, right? She's, yeah. She wants a good relationship, but she doesn't know how to receive. Well, first of all, she needs to heal because in listening to her talk, it was very, she was angry. She was just coming off like, what has a man done for me? I've built up a wall. And if a man is not willing to climb up this wall, then he needs to stay on the other side. Those were her words. Well, she just needs to stay single. Well, exactly. That, yeah. 
She needs to stay single. But here's the thing, though. She wants the love, I think. She's just fighting it because she wants someone to come and heal her. Nobody can heal you, right? You have to heal yourself. And so when you consistently go into one situation and you're carrying all this baggage, Dr. Mo just said, all you're doing is you're, you're making it heavier for yourself. But then you're expecting someone to respond to you differently when you're going into things with the same attitude. Is I kind of see it like this. Like, um, if you think about a cup, Right. right. And filling up the cup with your own stuff, whether yeah. that's self-care, um, doing hobbies that you enjoy, spending time with friends, like you're filling up your own cup to increase your own level of happiness. Right. Anything that anybody else puts into that cup should be overflow. Oh, so I mean, I like it would that. be advantageous for her to focus on herself. Right. You know, focus yeah. on. Um, working on the insecurities, working on her healing, working on her personal growth so that her cup is full. So it doesn't matter who comes, comes her in. way. Yep. You know, if they're not there Amen. to compliment her and to add to, it would be easy for her to push them away and say, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Well, she got right. years Ooh, I like of work that. to go and she needs four, five, six cups. <laughs> <laughs> and she needs Man. to take several seats. I mean, 99.9%. That's an insult. That's an insult. Hell, a condom effectiveness is (laughs) 99.9%. I was 99.9% the father. (laughs) Exactly. Definitely. She sounded ridiculous. Yeah, I I looked at a clip of that, and she sounded really ridiculous. Even when he asked her about her father. Since you're talking about only Jesus and Barack Barack Obama Obama are the most faithful men in America, and you asked about your father, and she could not answer that question. She kept saying, that's my daddy. I love my daddy. So her daddy, mm. the cheat, her daddy is a dirty bastard too. Yeah, <laughs> well, here's the thing so too. So all the men in her life is dirty. But she yeah. has a son. So is your son going to be a, a bad person as well when he grows up to be a no, man? No, he's just going to be a toxic person because he got it from her. Thank you. So Thank that's you. all that's doing. Thank you. She's just making us, it's like bitter, bitter. She made no sense. Kid's mother. She was bitter on 1,000. And I will tell you this. I've had my fair share of bad relationships and bad situations. And I have had moments where I've said, you know, men ain't shit. Right. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't publicizing it. I wasn't out in the public with a, you know, with a a platform saying this. And she what concerned me, she said, young women come up to me all the time and they're crying and they're relying on me and they're looking at me like I have relationship goals. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, that is horrible. So Mm. people are actually coming to you as toxic as your thinking is and looking to you to influence them for advice. Mm -hmm. No wonder why we're all messed up. Generational curses. You're a fan of men haters. Pass that shit down. Right. So let me ask you a question. You ain't never post no man hating shit on your social media page? Subliminally, but I went back a couple years ago and I was like, ooh, girl, who hurt you? And Mm -hmm. I I deleted all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I never called out anybody's name, but you know, you see memes where you're like, I'm single, independent. (laughs) I'm sure they did. Who knows? And I meant for them people to see it, but you know, I was coming from a place of hurt. You need to start adding people. Adding people. See, I'm not that mean yet. I'll, I'll, I mean, mm. I'm not going to add you on social media. Whatever I got to tell you, I'm telling you to your face. And then add them. <laughs> you are just fanning the flame. No, <laughs> that was a younger, immature me. Okay. That's now I just tell you how I feel and then I'm done. Right? But mm-hmm. yeah, I have I have gone through that where, you know, I would put my stuff on social media, not calling out any names, but suggestive memes. 
And my mom called me one day and she said, you're doing too much. Being petty. You're doing too much. Uh, well, you wanted attention. I did want which attention. Which is the same thing that she's seeking. Mm-hmm. All you these know? cats I yeah, have, Nana right. put a subliminal message on her, Insta- <laughs> her Instagram or Facebook. It was about your ass. <laughs> if you dogged her. If you dogged you me. You dirty mother. Yeah. <laughs> say it. Go ahead. Nope. I'm not going to do it. Nope. No. I'm okay, not we're not. Black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. Neither mm-hmm. do black women. Facts. I'm sorry. Where? What happened? <laughs> black men don't cheat. Yeah, there's a whole tribe of men who believe black men don't cheat. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, so yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, we keep it pushing. Now, I wanted to get into uh, Dr. Mo. We wanted y'all, we wanted you to explain who you are and what you do. Thank you, brother. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> Again, thank you guys for having me. No problem. Um, I am a licensed professional counselor. I've been a counselor for about 17 years. Um, I have a private practice in Tucker, Georgia, um, where I've been working. I work with adolescents. I work with adults. I um, work with couples. Most of the things that people come in for are kind of like anxiety, depression, those types of things. And then sometimes it's more severe issues that I have to deal with as well. So I really enjoy it. It's kind of, it's what I'm most passionate about. And I'm trying to put my all into continuing to build my practice the next couple of years. So. Yeah. What's the name Excellent. of your practice? It is Where We Stand Counseling and Consulting where in Tucker, Georgia. All right. Where We Stand. It's kind of a double entendre where where we stand, where mm-hmm. we stand together, and then also where you stand in your opinions, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and what you want for your life. So I'm going to say Dr. Mo is a great therapist. I'm not saying it because oh, she's thank family. You. But she's also my therapist no as well. I use Dr. Mo all the time. So you, with her being family, is that conflict? Yeah, no, you know what? She's really, really, I'm going to say it. She's really unbiased. So she will tell chop your you. ass when you. you wrong. She'll chop, she'll chop you down real good. That's Where good. did you go to school at? I went to um, Clemson. National yes, champs, baby. Okay. For my okay. undergrad. And then I went to Argosy University for my master's, actually, and for my doctorate. Okay. So um, Argosy, we're no longer there anymore, but it's great school. Okay. It's great school. Gotcha. Nice. So what, you want to get into it? You got any more shits to talk now? No more shits, man. We've already discussed it, so... So K-Michelle was the shits. I think the shits will tie into conversations. It sure will. That's the reason why. Yeah. That's I, why you picked K-Michelle? Yeah. Okay. I really wanted to get your take on it from another queen, right? Okay. I appreciate yeah. that. Two queens okay. in the house. Two queens in the house. Yeah, they trying oh, to have yeah. numbers. We sure are. Yeah. The strength of numbers. Black, you, know, you know how black men do it. So, <laughs> so we're going to dive into it. So, Dr. Mo. Yes. So, talk, talk about, because I wanted to talk about your couple's retreat. Yeah. Basically that's a, about what 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 do you do? How does your couple retreat? What do you do to help your couples? First, what is your couple's retreat? That's true. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank so, you. Go ahead, Maestro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so with where we stand, um, like I said, I do work with a lot of couples there. And one of the things that um, we found is that most of the time people don't have a chance to come into counseling like every single week. Right. Either, you know, one partner has to work or we got kids to pick up. And so trying to get into the counseling situation and continue for a long period of time gets kind of hard. So what I decided was to start a intensive couples retreat. 
um, so that the individuals could come in for three days and get intensive counseling. Mm. So within those three days, we do at least six hours of group sessions where everybody gets to kind of talk to each other about what's going on. And I act as a facilitator through that. And then they also get intensive couples therapy with a therapist of their own. So um, I usually take about four couples at a time. And from that Friday to Sunday, we work hard. So is it just you? No, not just me. It's me and four other therapists um, so that each couple has their own therapist. And then I run the groups. Where do you do this at? So it's in Covington. Um, I actually let people come to my home. Covington, Georgia, right? Yeah, Covington, Georgia. People are allowed to um, come to my home. I open up my space to them so that they feel safe and secure in the environment. You know, and enough so that they can share some of the things that sometimes maybe we've kept hidden. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, Mm -hmm. that they're there. And we incorporate some fun stuff as well. Um, We have horseback riding um, that we do. Uh, We also have a yoga instructor that comes and a fitness coach. And they also get to have um, a night out on Saturday, which after they go through Friday and Saturday all day, they need, they it. Got, they need it. Yeah, They need it. And right. they get a chance to just sit together and process kind of everything that's happened right. the last two days. So with this couple's retreat, are you looking specifically for married couples, engaged couples, dating, those that are uh, thinking about getting into relationships? What are, what's the nature, uh, or should I say the, the seriousness, if that's a word? Yeah, I, that's a good question. So we've kind of opened it up to everybody. Okay. So you could have just got together or been together for 40 years. It doesn't matter. Um, some people, um, premarital counseling is important to them. Okay. Um, <laughs> it really doesn't matter what stage they, they're in, and it yeah. actually helps okay. um, because you have other couples that may be going through something that another couple went through a couple mm-hmm. of years ago or mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so they're able to assist yeah. each other in coming right. to resolutions and negotiations. So do you think it's wise for couples who technically have just gotten together as a couple and they're still in that emphasis stage, like the dating stage? The courting stage. Yeah, to, to have therapy. Is it is that not too soon for them to have therapy? Well, the way I've structured it is um, it's an individual experience. Okay. Mm. Because Very some important. people have a hard time being individuals within a relationship context already. So what we do is we work on a lot of individual stuff, which is what's going to help you be the best version of yourself within the relationship. Absolutely. And the couples really don't realize that that's what's happening mm-hmm. until they're processing their own stuff. They gonna yeah. know now. And you need your partner, mm-hmm. right, to be supportive yeah. of you through that process. And sometimes it happens mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And in that, people realize really where they stand yeah. in their relationship. Right, right. right. Yeah. Is this worth going through? Yes. Yes. Well, and that's the reason why I asked you that, because in listening to you speak, I was thinking, well, you know, a lot of people get into relationships for many different reasons, but some people get into relationships because they don't like being alone. Right. And they don't really deal with a lot of their their baggage. Mm -hmm. So they look to other people to heal them. And so you end up getting into these toxic it's, it's cyclical, right? Right, right? But then you you get so used to that trend that you don't realize that you might be the problem. Case in point, K Michelle, right? right, right and so, right. and and when you meet somebody and you say, okay, you know, I, this is somebody who I can see something with. Well, I think doing something like that, right, going to a couples retreat will definitely help you understand what your your baggage is, what some of your demons, quote unquote, are. Right. And it, I think it'll help also kind of build. It's it's either going to make or break the, break the relationship. You don't want to wait four or five years to find out 
this wasn't the right person. Right. And that this was a deal breaker all along. And we never talked about it. Exactly. Um, A lot of people think communication. Whenever my couples come in and I say, well, what, you know, what are the difficulties that you guys are having? And most of the time they say communication, but they don't really understand what that means. It's about communicating what your emotion or your feeling is and not necessarily the situation. Right. Like we have dishes to do. We have dishes to do every day and we have a chore list. You're supposed to do it on Monday. I'm supposed to do it on Tuesday. And then Tuesday comes and you don't do it. You know, so I'm mad at you. I'm fussing about the dishes. If Jesus came back tomorrow, he wouldn't give a damn about whether or not the dishes are washed. So what's the real reason why we're arguing? And it's the fact that I don't feel respected. I don't feel listened to. We have an order that we put together in this home, and you feel like it's just okay to do whatever the hell you want So you feel like people, when they get in a relationship, they should just ditch all those expectations. As far as like what you're saying, like washing the dishes. So if that person doesn't do that every day and then the day that they don't do it, that other person is mad. And not necessarily ditch expectations, but look at what the expectations mean. Yeah. You washing the dishes means something to me. Mm-hmm. That is symbolic mm-hmm. of how much you love and care about me. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of times we have those Mm -hmm. feelings that we don't necessarily talk about. So something can be really severe to you and to somebody else is minuscule. And the communication has to happen so that we understand what those things are. That's a very valid point. Because communication, someone said something to to me before. They said there's a difference between communication and comprehension. Mm -hmm. So I can communicate all day long, but if you're not comprehending what I'm communicating, it's futile, right? Right. And if you don't care. If you don't care, that's true. Then that's something else. That's right. So, and you're oh, Nana's really feeling herself yeah, today. You, she's, yeah. she's on it. She's she saying, know what she's you talking about. Girl power uh, here today. <laughs> now, now, now she's going to face. She probably going to try for her damn therapy license now. Don't hate. She can get it. Don't hate. I think I can get it. Get it. Whatever you want. I'm a queen. She has that genuine level of empathy and understanding that she needs. I got a. I have a. I have a therapist already. Oh, okay. So let me. Let me. I was going to ask a question. Is it possible for someone else to heal you? Well, I think it's possible for someone else to support you in that process. Mm. But the healing is up to you. (laughs) The healing is up to you because in essence, you have to do the work. Okay. You know, you have to take it all in, you know, positive or negative, go through an audit, you know, of the things that have happened in your life, experiences, baggage, mm-hmm. and you have to make the choice to make a change. And it's not necessarily changing who you are because I believe personality is constant. What you're working on is changing your behavior. You're changing the reaction that you give somebody else. I may not like it if you come into my house and you don't take your shoes off, but I'm not going to cuss you out. You see what I'm saying? I'm making the choice to say, Hey, you know, you know, please take your shoes off at the door instead of, you know, every time you come in here, you're supposed to take your shoes off. It doesn't mean that that doesn't bother you. But you're making the choice to respond differently. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing sometimes that we have to work on because tone is everything. That's my biggest problem is my tone uh, in my marriage is like the way I say stuff. And I know in my heart I don't mean anything bad. Mm -hmm. But based on the way I was raised and the tough love that I got when I was younger, it has me come off kind of different. 
Right. Not meaning no harm bad, but just like, I guess, my wife's interpretation of the way I came mm-hmm. off is wrong. You being nasty. Stop nasty. being nasty. That's what she say. Right. Like, I don't be nasty, it's just be... It's just how you talk. Yeah, I, I can understand that, too. Um, you know, as you, you know, you already know, growing up with my daddy... Something I might say might come off wrong. That's but that's my just, daddy. We talk about my daddy. That's because I because <laughs> yeah. that's how he you know right. he raised being taught. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so that's some that so that would be one of the things that you would hone in on and focus on when you going when going through your counseling with your couples. Right. Yeah. We do a lot of work on family and childhood only because a lot of us don't realize that's where you're how, from baggage yeah, childhood and how trauma that shaped who you are. You're fifty percent mm. your mom and fifty percent your dad. So when you start mm. saying oh, stuff, that's a damn. That, I never thought about that. that. They've said and you're like, where did fuck. that come from? <laughs> so you all you all mixed up. <laughs> I'm fucked up. So, I'm fucked up. Going back to what I just said, you know what your personality is, but you can make the decision to change the behavior. You schizophrenic. Personality as hell. is still there. I am. I'm but how can you have different reactions yeah. to right. things? That's yeah. my tone and body language. I, I know. So I'm it's really doing. just all about just making sure, just taking a break, calming down, and just processing. What just happened? Yeah, before and it happens, you. Yeah. So this right. just like my dad used to always say, "You talk, you you but listen, you listening with your mouth, mm-hmm. so you yeah. listening mm-hmm. to respond." Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, yeah, But see, like you say that, like it's an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. Because in the heat of the moment, it's like you're not thinking. Ah, you're, not you're not thinking. thinking. Yeah. yeah, you're not like thinking. If 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 you like you said, agreed on washing the dishes. Yeah. If that day you come in and them dishes ain't washed, it ain't. I'm gonna go in my room and chill. And we'll calm down. No, motherfucker, why these dishes ain't washed? You need mm-hmm. to bust some suds, pimp. Right now. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that ain't always the case. I yeah, can, but for I me, it just, for me, I feel like at that point then, you know, even though I didn't do it that day, I'm constantly and consistently doing it. So if I, if OCD, I, have, so I take that off done. day. It should if, be okay. If I, it should be okay. You should still love me the same. You but should love not, me or like me no less. But if because that's I didn't communicate it between the two, how? Should I have to communicate that you I'm not going to wash the dishes that day? You should, you should just walk in the house and say, baby, I, you look like you tired. I'm going to wash these dishes today. No. You started no. off with you no, should. Yeah, you should know. It's not the way it works. Well, I would you can like. wash them damn dishes. So it's so you basically saying. So for me, I feel like you sharing this. No, you sharing saying, responsibilities. Then that was, so that's what, what I'm talking about. Dishing is the we both agreed on doing it. So so then it's like we're assigned we're assigned work in the like, house. It's like so that's contract. like having your kids. It's like assigning chores to your kids. But how does okay. it get done if we yeah. don't? But we gonna do it. I'm not saying that just because I didn't do it that one day, you could do it that day. No, that's not what we agreed on. It's like so we agree. So it's a contract for us to do to household items. What do you think relationships and marriage is? Man, you sharing right. that responsibility. Right. No, man, that's not. But you're not works, sharing man. if you're ditching your part. Right. If you're asking <laughs> your partner to, <laughs> to, do, pick, to up pick up your slack. Your, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're not asking them to pick up your slack. You, you sharing. You sharing it. No, no, no. I'm sharing it 50 What I'm saying is, it's never if 50, 50, I know it's what I'm saying. 100, yeah. 100. It's 100, 100. Thank you for clearing that up. I have to check people all the time. My relationships are 50 50. No, it's not. Well, well, let's just say 50 50 and keeping your home together. All okay, I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that if you, for me, doing something that I'm consistently doing every day, don't make it a chore. Don't put the shit on the refrigerator and say, you take the dog out every day. You take the trash out every day. You wash the dishes every day. If I come in and I don't do it that day, you can't get pissed off because I didn't do it one day, it out, of, one day on, out of seven. What I'm saying is, if it depends on what y'all agreed upon. Why does that have to, we why say, does that have to be a agreement? 
How else are we going to yeah. get it done? It, who, but why do you have to agree on it, though? Right. What else, what else you going to do? You have to agree on who's going to wash the dishes in the house or who's going mean, to feed the dog? If, if it's, it's a shared responsibility. Well, it, yeah, it's a shit. That's all. That's what I'm saying. It's a I'm shared saying, responsibility. I'm but saying is so it makes everybody it easier. Why OCD? The shit gonna be done up in here. So let's <laughs> <that's laughs> exactly. So I'm but, just saying for somebody so, else. So, so we're not talking about else. me, right? So for, <laughs> o, somebody else for OCD, OCD exactly. So like you feel like since you always do it, if you don't do it, somebody should come in. Well, comes you, in. If you see that shit hadn't been done, you should you should pick. But you should do that. How do I know that if you didn't? I shouldn't have to communicate the shit to you. So what now you, she should you, read your mind. Yeah. I ain't asked her to read my damn mind. She has to if you didn't communicate it, bro. Oh, man, that shit. Hell nah. See, now well, we all three of us not going, we're not going to agree on that. Because <laughs> if you come in here and no fucking dishes ain't watching, I didn't watch the dishes, I don't have to tell you that shit. I don't have to send you no telepathic fucking thought or nothing. Watch the fucking dishes. Yeah. We talking about communication, man. But that, that's right. what we're talking about communication, but why does that have to be communicated? Well, and this mean, is we, because and, and, of I, this, and I'm not saying not keeping a line of communication open. How you feeling? But right I should now. I should get up and say, "Hey, babe, <laughs> I ain't washed them dishes. Could you wash them dishes for me?" That's or, communication. Or call you right? before I get before you get out work. Hey, I didn't wash them dishes. That's Can you wash them yeah. Absolutely. That's communication. That's consideration that's communication. too. That's consideration. That's consideration. Yeah. That's consideration. Well, I, I guess I'm a one inconsiderate. And one of the things that you're gonna might be some baggage you brought along. I ain't got no baggage on that shit. That is definitely baggage. Well, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure my mom, dad. Don't argue over who gonna watch who didn't watch the damn baby. Because your so mother has already washed them. You see what I'm saying? You know my daddy don't wash dishes. I'm going to call my mom right now and ask if my daddy ever washed dishes. No, he's watching the news and she's washing the dishes. What I'm saying, like, daddy, you hear that shit, right? That's your niece. And for in your home was probably that your mom and dad was together so long. That they, you don't know what they communicated about. Well, like, but life is the so much. That's so much different now from when my mom and dad got married. This is a totally different age. So you, you saying True. that? Yes, yeah, a totally it different is. age. But when it I is. used to visit there, the house was always clean. And see, my wife is kind but of. But my dad, my dad was really clean. Like, but so when mm-hmm. we just like I said, we everything was especially like during the summer and stuff like that. We had to paint. We had to clean. Her like grass. we always cut grass. Mm-hmm. So we always did. My daddy, con- he he contributed to that stuff in the house. Right. So it was never anything that had to be spoken or said. How do you yeah, know just that? that? How do you know? Because I grew up in the neighborhood. Because you're a child though. You right. don't know what they could be doing. But, yeah, you so don't know married. what they married. Like, they yeah. they pillow mm-hmm. talk is different. To each his own. Call them tonight and ask I'll call them tonight. Yeah, to each his own. I'll ask them and say, Mama. Yeah. Did y'all communicate about it? Call How we gonna call her? We got the little thing mm-hmm. to call. My oh, mom, my mom ain't gonna talk on this thing. Y'all know that, right? Oh yeah, she's not. Yeah, my mom sure. ain't that kind. She ain't give a heads up. Oh, yeah, I, I saw a meme the other day that was really pertinent to this conversation, and it was a picture of the thermostat on the wall, mm-hmm. and it said, "This is a deal breaker," right? Because even it, if hey, some people you, like it hot, some people it, like it cold, some, mm-hmm. and you, somebody will leave, yeah, because it's too cold. And or it's somebody too will leave the house, yes, yes. yes. The relationship. That's, 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 relationship. that's yeah. a fight. Because I'm, that's yeah, a fight. people like Damn. different temperatures. How like we cool. negotiate? So yeah. now you walking around town trying to find somebody who like your temperature. <laughs> What the fuck? That's growth, Wait, man. That's, like, the, that's the growth I was talking about the other day. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I guess. Yeah. But so maybe that's the one. Y'all speak of um, the one mm-hmm. and falling in love at first sight. Now, I, didn't, I never said thing. falling in love at first right. sight. Now, I didn't say I agree. Yeah, he didn't believe in falling in love at first sight. Yeah, but I'm just saying, well, nah, nah, you think. 
No, 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 no. You did say yeah. you saw birds chirping and shit like that. Really? I didn't bring the receipt. Say that. Yeah. One of y'all agreed on love it. It wasn't me. I, do, I, don't, I don't agree with I'm not saying night. it can't happen. It's never, it's happened, never happened to, to me. me. Do you know anybody it's happened to? Um, I've I've heard people say that yes, like as soon as they saw the person, especially men, oh, yeah, they, they often say that, that I knew that was my wife. Oh yeah, like I've heard that before. The first time they laid eyes on her, mm-hmm. they knew that that was their wife. I did I meet someone today who did say yeah, that she met her husband. Physical when she, I did, I did meet someone today. I actually met her for the first time. We linked up um, over LinkedIn, and she did say that when she <laughs> when she first went a date, quit playing with me. <laughs> it's a connection. Yeah, yeah. Snap and Twitter. It, it shit was like a it. woman who I met. I'm networking with her. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying though. You may look like I'm out on LinkedIn checking for people. Hmm. Although people do do that Spatterson. on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. And she said when she met her husband, they met on Match.com. And when she first saw his profile picture, she knew that he was the one. From a profile she said, picture. Yeah, and, 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 and the description. The description. Physical attraction. No, no, no. The description. You know, Match.com, you have to put your description and all that extra stuff. She was like, I knew from the moment I read his description and we had our first interaction that he was going to be my so husband. Her boxes, her boxes so that was sight on paper, not even in person. So not her boxes person. were checked wow. off his profile. He could have mm-hmm. been lying on that damn yeah. He could have been, but she took a chance. And they've been mad for seven years. Well, there it is. Seven years. But that yes. still don't make it love at first sight and the one. Well, she knew he that was the one. That means she just read his resume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all and she so still cynical. don't know his history. Very cynical. Like he could be from somewhere where he was a hoe. He, he could have, have been a fucking serial that killer in his past. Past. Like, That was in your past. He could have HIV. Y'all are yeah, say that's in his past. <laughs> that shit yeah. undetected. We just yeah, watched yeah, the goddamn exactly. Fubata commercial. Exactly. <laughs> he got prepped. So if he got he HIV, got that, that oh could have been God. something from his past that he brought into this one that he can't get rid of. Hey. So it is well, what it is, though. It it kind of lends to why you have so many people that go into things so fast. You know, because they do feel like it's love at first sight or you're my soulmate or we have Mm -hmm. a connection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't necessarily discount that, you know, because I believe that my partner is one of my soulmates as well. Mm -hmm. But Um, but, okay, let me ask you this. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You believe your your partner is one of your soulmates. Mm -hmm. Did it grow to that or... You knew that off Please top. Please answer this question because we had a big disagreement right. about this. So I knew that off top. I, I knew am. that off top that it's a physical, it's a physical connection, it's a spiritual connection, it's a mental connection. It's not something that you can explain on that type of level, but it's more of your intuition letting you know that this this person is somebody extremely special to you and connected to you. Like that is a severe soul tie Mm. and you can have more than one soulmate. It could be that that person in your past was your mother. Mm. It could be that they were your dog. It could be that they were your teacher. It doesn't necessarily mean that that soulmate is there for you in a sexual type way. Mm. And that's Mm. why I feel like there, you can definitely have more. So you don't believe that in order to find out or to know that that's your connection, that you have to grow together. No, I think some people know that instantly that that's their soulmate. I think over time, wow. maybe some things that are supposed to help you grow, that soulmate provides. So, and, and that's, that's what, what that, that, yes. Yeah, so, so that's what you would yeah. Yeah, like, That's what I'm saying. Like, so both of you guys were probably right, you know, yeah, okay. in your analysis okay. of it. Yeah. Okay. That's gotcha. very deep. Yeah. That's very deep. 
Man, Dr. Mo teaching us some shit today. Man, Telling you. Learning a lot. I mean, even like you two coming together. Like whatever, you know, and being all in this group together, you know, all of you guys. Yeah. Like right. that is a soul So they my soul ties. <laughs> Let me hold my soul ties hands. <laughs> <laughs> we all in love. This is a threesome. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Listen to it. He's about to that's a train. That's a train. That's a train. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's correct that. That's a train. That's a train. Yeah, not at all. Oh, we're, we're soulmates. We're soulmates. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish what no, you're saying. No, no. I'm messing with you Ah, guys. okay. Okay. <laughs> any other questions you got, Brian? Oh, man. Do I have any other questions? <laughs> no. So, let me... Let me um, you mentioned something about having several soulmates or possibility. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be anything... Sexual in nature. It right. could be emotional and spiritual. Absolutely. Yeah, I said that. You did say that, didn't yeah, you? Yep, and, yep. and you also mentioned that, that those people could give you what you need mm-hmm. to heal or... To help you grow. Okay. To mm-hmm. help you transcend grow. to the next level. Like, we're here that. to learn compassion. Growth. We're yeah. here to learn patience. We're here to learn faith. We're here to learn love. Yeah. And that doesn't always happen Amiga. right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Takes and time. those people can that's help why you us find that. people that's married, you know, 60, 70 years yeah. and know their partner like the back of their hand because mm-hmm. they grew together instead yeah. of, you know, just, just assuming that they yeah. should wash dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people, you know, nowadays people don't people don't grow together, though, yeah, they, because don't. they don't give it a chance. They we don't. talked about this other yeah. day. They make it. It's too easy to, to end lead. a relationship. Yeah, it is. Right. So right. I think it's something that we talked about the other day. We talked mm-hmm. about when you said um, you told me, like, it's hard for people to leave mm-hmm. in relationships. I think that was a conversation we yeah, were having. You yeah. said because one person doesn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. And some people have to have permission to leave. So what do you mean by permission? So with that, I mean, um, it's difficult for them to make the decision. And maybe that's just part of their personality. Some people are just indecisive by nature. And as you grow together, you learn that about your partner. Your partner is always deferring to you to make the final decision about things. And it may be <laughs> that they're anxious. You know, anxiety <laughs> plays a role in that. It may be that something happened in the past where they don't necessarily trust their own judgment. Things like that huh. can happen as well to where they defer to you. So sometimes you have a person that within that, they're extremely dependent on how you respond. So you, mm-hmm. so they have to wait for you to tell them that it's over. Yeah. So, so Ooh, it's wow. almost like one person, I don't know, I was, how do I want to explain this? Submitting? Yeah. Well, we talked about submission before. Yeah. Or is it that what the other person doesn't want to leave because they may they make the other person look like the victim? I mean, the other person was the victim. Well, or maybe be. they just don't want to be alone. Exactly. I was just that's about to say I that. That's why I don't want to leave because I don't want to be alone. That's why I say about my wife. After hers, I'm done. You it? That's, that's it. it. Really? Because yes. Well, you it's must be over. talking about her being deceased because I don't think she's yeah. going nowhere. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. the only way because yeah. I feel like that's deep. I don't even want to relearn nothing. Like, mm. I don't, don't want to have to go through the courting. My grandmother said the same thing. Again. And she's I been don't want to have since. to go through mm-hmm. learning somebody, growing with somebody. Like, I just don't feel like. Hell, at that point, you'll be an old man. You don't have time to grow with nobody. Well, you know, and another no, thing, too, is. Time, as long as you live in. People don't respect relationships because back in the day, I think oh, you value. Give me a young tender. Don't oh, get man. hurt when we get off this yeah. radio. <laughs> Look, disclaimer, I am. Dr. Mo, he's going to be an old man. Do you do Viagra prescriptions? I'm 
You know, people respected each other. You respected someone's presence in your mm-hmm. life. You respected mm-hmm. that person, period. And I think that respect is gone because Who? we have <laughs> we have we have choices. We made it very easy for you to find somebody. You know, and back in those olden days, my grandmother told me she said she had a conversation with me about ten years ago. I went. I was in my twenties, so I'm sorry. Mm. I was in my teens. Yeah, back, <laughs> hell no. Back correction, that, correction. Back, correction. Years, back them years up by twenty. <laughs> she had a conversation with me, and she said, "You know, she said I'm going to give you advice because you're at that age where you're you're prepping, you know, for marriage." She said. Don't marry someone who you're instantly in love with. And I'm good. I, I was offended when she said, I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I have to be in love with my, you know, w- with my partner. Like I can't mm. not be in love. She said, marry someone who shows traits of a good leader, of a good husband, someone who can take care of you, someone who, you know, values and respects you. She said, you grow in love with somebody. Yeah. You learn to love somebody I've, when you've I've gone through obstacles. That. Exactly. Right. She said, you, you young, you young kids are so you know, you're ready to fall in love. She said, and then you're you're falling out of love as soon as you fall in love and you don't stay around. She said, marry someone who shows that he can take care of you and take care of the house. He respects you. He respects your position in his life. And then you grow in love with that person. You grow with every obstacle that you overcome together, right? You grow with every, you know, every challenge that comes your way. You grow to love that person because you work together as a partnership to overcome that. And I didn't understand that at 28 years old, I said, thank you for the advice. But I'm looking for somebody who I am going to be walking around and be like, ooh, hey. Prince Charming. Prince Charming. Well, and we kind of want to make sure of both. Right. You know, because you don't want to end up in in arranged marriage, Um, even though I have several friends um, Mm -hmm. actually that have. And truth be told, they're all great relationships, you know. But I think you kind of want a combination of that. Um, I, I tell my clients all the time, you know, there's a difference between needing someone and desiring Mm, someone. Yes. You know, if you need them, then it could be anybody. Thank you. But if you desire them, if you want to be with them, that's a whole nother experience. I need a tambourine. I'm having a Pentecostal moment. We really have to look at situations in that type of way. But we was just talking about that, but like needy women. Yeah, because I got an article the other day that I read about being a supporter and not a rescuer. Well, El Nana's on one tonight. She's doing too damn much over here. And I'm like, she's doing too much. And she's about to put in a damn timeout corner. I next guess has to be a male. You can't put baby in the corner. Oh, you bring it on. Yeah, because she's loving this shit. Bring it on. I got it. So that article I read. So it was saying... To be a supporter and not a rescuer. Mm. So I feel like there's a lot of women out here that want to be rescued, that want to be able to link. Don't don't do that shit. Don't start. <laughs> that are needy. Like so, it goes back to what Mary just said about they're needy. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot right. of men that want to be say, needed. Okay, yeah. so yes. I say get it. hold on. Say it again. I don't think they heard you. There are a lot of men who want to be needed. Mm-hmm. Okay, because your position in a woman's life is based upon what she needs from you and how much she needs you, right? Uh-huh. Oh, they, yeah, they're giving continue. you. They're giving yeah, you the look. You know, I'm just trying to understand what I you're saying. I'm listening. I personally have experienced, it, experienced this as a self-proclaimed uh, new age woman, and I'm doing the a air quotations. Feminist. I'm not a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> new age woman who, has, who held it down and was very independent. Hater. I have had a former, an ex, 
when they broke up with me, tell me that I was too independent Mm -hmm. and didn't need him for anything. He then cheated on me with a woman who was like, um, I need this. I need that. And so he felt, he felt, uh, he felt like he had a position in her life and he felt like he didn't fit in mine because I had my own house. Mm-hmm. I, you know, had a job. I didn't ask him for money to get my hair or my nails done. I wasn't raised that way. Right. I was raised right. that if you're a man and you see that you want to take care of me, you come to me and say, you know what? Here's this. Here you go. I shouldn't have to ask you for yeah. that. And it's not like I'm going to turn it away. No. Yeah. Thank you, thank so, you much so much for that. I appreciate That's it. Awesome. Yeah. But he told me blatantly, he said, you, I didn't know where you needed me in in, in, you know, in, in your life. So he chose somebody else who needed him because that's what he was used to. I've seen it on both sides mm. of the spectrum where um, you have men that prefer more traditional, you know, women mm-hmm. where they um, stay at home, you know, take care of the kids and things yeah. like that. <laughs> and then a lot of times what ends up happening is they cheat mm-hmm. on that wife with the coworker mm. who's ambitious you know, who wants to move up in the world, who has yeah. something going for herself. Who he's with eight, nine hours of the day. <laughs> this right. is true. And we and, call that backdoor Jody. Right. And that's proximity. In the South. Right. A lot of people <laughs> cheat because of proximity. Yeah. And then you have those men that want their wives to go out, right, have a career. But then they right. also want you to take care of the kids. They still want you to cook. They still want you to make sure everything's taken care of. So it's kind of like, you know, Where's the balance in all of that? Right. You know, when we're trying to be what it is that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't know, B. Shutting it down. Shutting it down. They have nothing. Nothing. They you see, they're nothing. quiet. Silence. Okay. Yeah. 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 I ain't got nothing to say. I go with it. I am loving this. So, so now yes. both of y'all over here looking for us to respond. I'm just yeah. saying, you, if you have anything on that, well, you know. so let's 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 move. Let's change. Let's go back to something Nana said. Then, <laughs> of course, when you talked about falling in love, right? So, Doctor Mo, how do you know when you fall when you fell in love? Tell me that. I mean, I think it's different for everybody. Yeah, mm. I don't think it's. You no, know, I I can't give. It's not a, even yeah. a time limit. You can't put a time limit when you fall in love. Mm-mm, not at you all. You just know. You just know that, like life without that other person. You can't breathe without she. No, nah, it ain't even that. Like people make it. <laughs> that's so dramatic and make it <laughs> unrealistic. But it's just like he doesn't like even the daily functions. Like you thinking, like I'm thinking, like damn, who gonna wash my clothes? I know how to wash clothes. Brought up washing clothes. But now that I've been in a marriage, you know, it's kind of like she likes to do that. So Go wash my she damn does. clothes. No, I'm not. Hold them up and put them away. It's just something that she, that's how she was raised. So she's one of those look, old, I like, old type I got people. scared. So uh, I'm thinking, damn, I'm going to have to start washing clothes again. You just start thinking of all the things that you have to pick back up without the other one. Damn, that sound like, but that just sound well, like you, that sound like you, that just sound like you fired Florence or something, George. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. If I had to speak for me personally, me and my partner, and I think we had talked about this before, it's more of a feeling where I have to know that you're okay. Mm. Like there are certain mm. people in this world, you know, I, I don't really care about your well-being, you know, you good. But yeah, for, I, I know, right? But I mean, not everybody, yeah. but for my partner, like, I have to know that you are safe and okay. And as soon as I know that, like, I yeah. can take a deep breath huh. and I'm at peace. 
You that's know? how you feel about kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Kids. And that's that yeah. unconditional love, mm. you know, the Define, same way oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, that I have with my partner. <laughs> oh, yeah. now, oh, now he got something to do. He's snapping and rocking. <laughs> Lean with it. Ah, rock with it. Ah. The definition of unconditional love in your words. Yeah. Dr. Moe's words. What is the definition of unconditional love? Unconditional means it doesn't matter what you've done or what you've said. Like, I still love you regardless. You know how sometimes we say, you know, I love you, but I don't love what you do, Mm. you know? Uh And that's okay because I still love you as a person. I still care about you. I still have that, that level of compassion regardless of your flaws or the things that you do wrong. You know, kind of like the those moms that still, you know, are rooting for their sons while they in prison. Like, that's unconditional. Like, I'm still here for you even though you murdered 15 people. Like, I'm here. I'm down. I mean, that's unconditional to a severe aspect, but it's it's still there. It's Mm -hmm. love. I love you even though you snitching on the whole New York right now. (laughs) (laughs) Singing like a bird. I'm still going to be there for you. I'm not going to turn my back on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Love without conditions. Right. That's right. That's right. I was just asking. We, me and my wife had a uh, talk of unconditional love and conditional love. Mm-hmm. So, like. So, what's conditional love? So if we just you don't about wash it. my dirty drawers, that means you don't love me. Right. Oh, yeah. That's it. Lame. Conditional right? love is like. don't wash those dishes, because I usually do it, that means you don't love me. No. Right. That, shit, that, that shit lame. So, you're so you going to stop loving but me lame, because I ain't washing your lame. dishes and but washing your, ta- your, your drawers? I, I wouldn't do that type when of thing. When it comes to communication, yes. it's about what it yes, means right. to yeah. that person. Right. It's not the specific It might not mean much chore. to you, but right. to that person, it could be in the world. Baby, you don't love me. Right. I ain't and, watched I the damn dish. And that's an easy scapegoat. Mm-hmm. She's not clean enough. Mm. I can't be with her. She don't wash dishes like Why are you I looking do. at me? Because you got OCD. <laughs> And it was she, Nana said she and had OCD, so not, why you keep why, so why do you keep my OCD is probably severe worse than you. Yeah, OCD's so Nana said she had OCD, so I will get up in the middle of the night at I've reason. never been to Nana's house. Yeah. I have I've OCD. been to yours. And I've I been to people's it. houses and, and locked myself what in the bathroom and cleaned the bathroom. Since we've been here today. I have OCD. I will not use your bathroom until like I don't know. I I Oh, so you had to look around? You took your teeth out to eat. Because I have to. And everybody that's listening, I don't have false teeth. Nah, he ain't got no, this is retainer, man. He <laughs> said, I took my teeth out to eat. God damn. That was so you don't like me today. She nah, nah, Did I, I just, do something to you? Yeah, the comment of, uh, <laughs> you was not communicating. Oh, just, you're not passive aggressive at all, are you? Nah, no, nah, nah, he don't nah, give a shit. Nah, he nah, just nah. hurt feelings and shit. No, nah, I'm just saying, though, like, the communication thing, it, it, it touched me, Brian. It oh, made man. me touch your soul or what? Now, this made me feel something like, damn, you're not even willing to communicate with your significant other, regardless of what it is. Why the hell are all three of y'all looking at me like that? <laughs> why the hell, why do we go respond? back to that shit? Can we move on to something else? See, that we didn't communicate about it. I'm communicating my feelings to you on how it made me feel. Aww. That's communication, bro. And you continue to ignore him. Exactly. Acknowledge so that, is that a you had a communication First of all, this is not the, the Brian fucking That's how easy it is for you to recession for all three of y'all. <laughs> Shannon, don't look over here. <laughs> 
That's how easy it would be for me to really leave the relationship. I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty good communicator, but I was just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that was me. That, but was, an I was, giving, that was an example. Now, you was passionate. That no, was it was you. an example because you wanted to argue back with me. It was just yeah. an example. I mean, but I'm not saying because I'm going to. Your voice is kind of high now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just passionate. elevated. That's my defensive. Oh, I know. Okay. That's my defensive voice. <laughs> and my hands are moving, but I'm not tapping on the table. But what I'm just saying is that all I was saying for example, as far as communicating like with people, you shouldn't, that shouldn't be something that uh, it shouldn't be a deal well it shouldn't be a deal breaker but it shouldn't be something that you guys argue have to talk about, about or have to talk about and it shouldn't have to I be do a see where you're coming from issue I do see where you're coming yeah, from so I'm I was saying, saying I wasn't saying that I example agree. wise my parents right been married for 44 years woo yeah yes it's a shared responsibility you know I mean yeah, my mom takes care of the household, but my father can too. So there are dishes in the sink. It's not like, can you wash the dishes? You see the dishes in the sink, you wash it. That's how I grew up. If I see dishes in the sink, I'm washing it. You don't have to tell me, but it could probably be because I'm also OCD. But, you know, I don't have to be told or yes, it doesn't have to be not communicated. not as OCD. I am very OCD. Right, but if you just so moved in together right. and you guys you are know, trying to navigate exactly. through the Then you have to experience. communicate it, obviously. It's that's right. yeah. that's part of the getting, saying. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. part of the getting to know you. Like, hey, this irks me. So you know, can you Not make if sure? Just visiting somebody, you should be. No, 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 no. But, but if you're gonna, if, if you're, you're gonna have shit, I just saw that happen today. <laughs> Shannon wants the damn dish. That's what she does. Because that's what she does, though. Yeah. Even if it's not but your house. But if I told her not to do it, she wouldn't do it. That's right. So but let well, me apologize. she should because you are. I want to. I want to apologize because I left my plate on the <laughs> counter, and um, I didn't even notice. I that was shit. gonna come back to it. So and you, make still, you still got food. Nah, you good oh, though because okay. I love you. All right, I'm just making you, sure. I love you. You don't have don't, to worry about that. You didn't have to take your shoes off or nothing, Mo. If you brush your teeth, if you no. No, uh, hell no, I ain't. That's what I'm saying. I never knew that if he I was. I need for you no. and Mary to have a bro hug before all We're not doing that shit. Okay, bro. I'll hug you, Brian. Go ahead, hug. Go ahead, get up. Damn it. Aww. Aww. In my fucking moment of what? Queen and two kings. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why we can't have two queens out there. They got to get hugged and hold their hands and shit all the time. Nah, we can't That's going to be the last fucking yeah, time. Too we much estrogen, yeah. Yes. We yeah. got all the hugs. That's too much. Look, no, 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 no. You don't have to take your shoes off. I don't care about uh, none of that stuff. I was just asking. Yeah. You'll just vacuum after everybody leaves. No, that's not. I, I it's Thursday. Earlier, it's Thursday. So, so does it, 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 it's, it's not Thursday. Today is Thursday, Today is Thursday. I vacuumed earlier. I vacuumed and washed my clothes earlier. Okay. It's a regiment kind of thing for me. Routine. Every Thursday. Wow. Huh. Well, we talked about that on the last tonight. podcast. I'm, I'm mad that you remembered that shit from the last podcast. Uh huh. Because I remember Thursday. I was like, oh, yeah. I wonder if it's going to smell like pine salt and <laughs> fabuloso when we walk in here. I don't use fabuloso. That shit's cheap. Really? It to My me. Yeah, it lady uses fabuloso. Pine salt smells so good. Pine salt smells good? Mm-hmm. Oh. It smells fresh. My wife loves bleach. Oh, oh you like she, could clean she like my mom. Whole house you walk bleach. in the house and your she nose would. hair starts. It fucks me up though. Like I have to leave. Like mm-hmm. shit. I'm, I'm, so that's I'm a deal breaker. Nah, hell, I'm not going. <laughs> we just hugged out, Brian. I'm dealing with the bleach. I'm dealing with whatever problems we got. As I'm long as she wash your clothes. Nah, I wash my own clothes. <laughs> but she got some old new fancy washer and dryer. That, I that she love and that, that beak yeah, when it finished. It makes a difference. I man, whatever. Yeah, man, I need the twist knob. Oh, get you one of them Samsung joints. That's what she got. <laughs> Ooh, it's like, those things. Are I just off. haven't learned Don't the you? buttons yet. That's it. I watch my own YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube that shit. Fuck you, Brian. Don't bring that shit to my home. Y'all just fuck <laughs> it out. How's trouble? Whatever with my home, works Brian? for them, Doctor yeah, Mo. Yeah, whatever works for them. Mm-hmm. That's oh, right. Shit. Everybody's That's relationship is when different. You, when you're willing to grow with someone, grow in love, grow in love. 
find out what works for y'all because can't Growing nobody else. That's a new R and B song. Growing Growin love. love. That that would be a very good title for a song. I guess. Say, I can sing that shit. We got the old Jodis and Mike stand now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh yeah. What else y'all want to get into, man? Man, Doctor Mo, you want to wrap it up for us? Ooh. We appreciate you coming for one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so hopefully this is going to be your me. last time coming. Cause nah, we did. Nah, Cause I got to come up with some more questions. Well, you know what? We talked about masturbation one day. So we have, have a Ooh. conversation about sex and masturbation. But if you want to answer this question about masturbation now, you can, and don't fall back in your I damn seat. I think we need to hold that for no, next time. No, that might no, be let's a answer good... it now. Oh. Yeah, let's answer it now. <laughs> Let's answer it now. They like, oh, ooh, yeah, for real now. Yeah, let's talk about it. Since you're here, so you do couple and marriage and sex counseling. Let me ask you a real yeah. question. Do you ever counsel, like, killers and shit? You ever therapy, do therapy with some murderers? No, um, because I'm in my private practice by myself, I don't usually work with mandated clients, clients who come in, you know, because, yeah, because okay. they have to. I just have to keep myself safe. You right, know, I so agree. there are some Damn limitations right. to yeah, keep yourself safe. the individuals that Something I see. Something happened to you. I lose my shit out here you know, in these Atlanta streets. Trying to stay <laughs> safe. But yeah. yeah. So what so was the question back. about masturbation? Yeah. But no, we talked about that one day before. Um, a couple, well, a couple weeks ago. We talked about masturbation and just um, you know, people who masturbate. Is it bad for you in a relationship or is it, you know, a bad thing to masturbate? Because I, I told him the other day, I hadn't done that shit since high school and everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Like, you don't masturbate? I was like, hell no. Right. I don't. Most men will look at you crazy. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. And women now, too. I mean, sexual health is important within any relationship. And just like any type of behavior that you engage in, it's only a problem if it becomes an impairment, right? I have to masturbate, so because of that, I'm late for work every day, you know? <laughs> God damn, yeah, that should make you late for work. Well, yeah, that's just yeah, a problem. Yeah, like every day. I'm well, tardy every need day. To, maybe you need to set your alarm and check off at four in the morning. <laughs> instead of four fifteen. Yeah, instead of four fifteen. Right. I'm too busy in the bathroom, you know, so because of that, I can't come out or, you know, it. It it's only an issue if it's excessive to the mm-hmm. point where it causes a disruption in other parts of your life. You know, okay. because other than that, it's a normal process. Right. Should mm. everybody do it or is that optional? Is it healthy? Like, I mean. It's definitely healthy. Okay. I personally would recommend that everybody masturbate because even with women, we have yeah. a harder time, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> acknowledging our own sexuality sometimes. This is true. And then we have to get an understanding of our bodies and what works. Mm. I mean, I, and I don't want to throw out any statistics. You know, I don't want to. So wanna, 99.9. But of course, women masturbate at a lower rate than men. But then also, that? we have um, orgasms at a lower rate, also because mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't know what turns us on. Mm-hmm. Or so, how to get there? Yeah. And masturbation okay. helps with that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> even seeing different types of pornography mm-hmm. because it helps excel it. You know, to a higher rate so that you're able to orgasm. Right. But if you don't engage then how do you find out that information how do you find your g-spot right you hope you meet somebody that can help you find it yeah right but but then that's when you go depending on another person to heal some shit that you need to heal yourself exactly that you need need to to work on right that meat yourself (laughs) i think you find that g-spot beat your meat right you all were very shocked when dr mo mentioned that women masturbate at a lower rate than men do but it's also uh-huh. societal. Oh, you weren't some, somebody gasped. Sure. Okay, not at all. I gasped. You did gasp. Well, yeah. it's because society, you know, frowns upon women doing it. Like when women, no, girl, no, little no, no. Well, that no. was back in the day. That was back in the day. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Back 
the speak day. of today. 2019 is not frowned upon. It, it is. Well, no, you're because right. they're taking cucumbers. Women touch oh, like, yeah, yeah, a person. So, like, it's a whole different, this is a whole different world. Right yeah, now. I saw a video on Instagram yeah, with that a, that I should have not. One of them had a pool party. Yes. They had cucumbers and shit. Yes. Ari and. Wow. G, what, what, I forget. Trouble and somebody. Trouble. Some, trouble somebody. Yeah. Alexis yeah, with cucumbers. Sky. Alexis Sky. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't want to blow your minds or anything. You may already know this, but I mean, it's it's extremely natural. Even babies masturbate. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. As soon as they find out that it's stimulating mm-hmm. they'll start grabbing and trying to I can masturbate that's, that's true, well. that's yeah. true. Yeah. I've seen little so, kids little mm-hmm. boys grabbing their dick yep. exactly mm-hmm. exactly well, no, I used to work in a daycare they start really early because it's and they haven't learned that it's something wrong with you it's not until you get popped on your hand don't do that nobody ever popped your hand in they was letting me loose. They was letting like, let you just go to work. Go for it, nigga. I'm in the middle of the park, man. Two. <laughs> <laughs> All the girls are running. He's doing it. What is he doing? Oh, my God. Well, no, this is the fifth true. time your son has <laughs> masturbated in the park. It's true. Wow. I used to work at a daycare, and I remember they we had twins in my classroom, the two-year-old classroom, and during nap time, they would roll up their blankets and put it between their legs, and they would just be moving up and down. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw it- Twin it boys? Freaked, twin gr- girls. Uh, the first time I saw it, I was so freaked out until the, the director of the daycare pulled me to the side. I was like, this is what they do. You know, you have to act very normal. Don't shame them for it. Right, So, right. yeah, I, they had huh. to coach me because I was like- I grew up in, you know. So basically, it, that carries out to women to when they're older, so you have to touch yourself to go to sleep. Well, you don't have to. Well, Come on now, you sleep. don't have you know, to. Some women, do, so I, some women say they do it to help them go to sleep. Oh, then you say master- they help them relax. Masturbation does help you relax. Oh, maybe so, little girls were doing it to relax because yeah. you said they were all rolled up. It was nap time. No, though, they wouldn't they know. They don't know. They know it happens. They know it happens. But women now. Do it because it feels good and it helps them relax. Relax and go to sleep. Okay, absolutely. It's not like the same thing. They don't know, but it's they don't know. Yeah, the thing thing with the two year olds is they don't know. They just know that they found something that makes them feel good. Right. So then you have to make sure you don't shame them. Freaks. Yeah, this was about 12, 15 years ago. 15 well, you years. Know. And then the twin thing too. So that one, like when one twin felt that like herself dude. felt herself, the other twin did it too. Yeah, you know, like you have to one? wonder. Yeah, they were twin girls. You have to mm, wonder how. That's kind of weird. I what mean, we model, we mimic and model behaviors that we see. This is true. You know, when did you when did you first realize that you were sexual? Like that you were a sexual being. Like what Why age were you when you first touched she's yourself? To you. She's talking to you. She's looking at you, and I want you to answer <laughs> this. This is the This is the Come on, Miss Ghana. When did I find? Um, I will say this: I did know at an early age, you know, that certain things felt good, mm-hmm. I, but I was told that you weren't <laughs> supposed to feel good. Right. So you suppressed that. Um. So it wasn't until I became, I think maybe my, don't laugh at me. Early twenties, okay. It's when I was not five ashamed. You're right. It was only like five years ago. <laughs> that's Couple right. That's ago. right. You're right. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> Brian, you're such a hater. Can go you mute his mic? You go, Queen. Um, it wasn't until I was in my early twenties that I became comfortable with my sexuality because I, it was a taboo. You don't do that. You don't talk about sex. You're not supposed to have sex. You know, that's just my upbringing. Right. Right. You know, and so it wasn't until I became. Uh, a young adult that I was, you know, I became comfortable. 
I wasn't out there wilding out or nothing. I'm still not, but you know, I wasn't ashamed. Yeah, the hard part is when um, (laughs) (laughs) we're we're trying to (laughs) learn about our own sexuality (laughs) and there's a taboo, you know, or stigma placed on it. Mm. Yeah. Then that means we don't get the information that we need. Yeah. You know, and this is what lends to a lot of females being abused, you Mm. know, sexually and things happening and us not saying anything because we don't even know what's going on because we haven't been taught it. Right. Parents think that, you know, if you bring it up, that we're going to do it. And it's not necessarily that way. If you tell me about your experience smoking crack, it's not going to make me want to do it. You know, in the same type of capacity or, you know, telling me about those types of things. It's going to give me the information that I need to make proper choices. Right. Right. Otherwise, I'm going to let somebody else tell me Mm -hmm. what it is that I need to be doing. And that may lead me down the wrong path. People are like, how can you talk to your daughter or show your daughter? Like, I've done some things and talked to my daughter about some things that people usually shun upon mm-hmm. talking to their kids about. Like, right. weed, what weed looks like. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. drinking. I've oh, fuck it. I've let her try liquor mm-hmm. before just mm-hmm. to let her know that this is how nasty. I mean, it was just a cap. Yeah. So they give you a nipple yeah. thing when you're little. So it was just a little, and she don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I figure is in life, your kids is going to try three things. Sex, alcohol, and drugs. Mm. And you can only hope that they don't get addicted to none of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And my biggest one on my top of the list is sex. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's just me personally. I don't want my daughter. I know she's going to have it. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, this is inevitable. But I just hope she don't have it, you know, chasing, looking for something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then that's when you become the hoe and, you know, I I just don't want that. I'd rather her try... I'd rather not have any of them. But if there's a lesser evil... I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. Personally. I mean, it's, um, you know, with with my kids too, like, um, my daughter, I know she was... Riddle with anxiety because I made her watch Law and Order, Special Victims Unit. Mm. I mean, from an early age, mm-hmm. so much so that she wouldn't even go outside. She was scared she was gonna get kidnapped and sex trafficked. Uh, like yeah. she's like, I'm so not was doing that, it. Was that a, 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 a choice that you made to prevent her? Absolutely. I wanted her to see it's all the different things that could real. possibly happen. Wow. Yeah, and she says that to this day. Like, mom, I remember on that episode that this so happened, I'm, and she's, she's twenty two. She's conscious Absolutely. of a lot of things. She, she second guesses everything. Yeah. So it I might be to a criminal mind. Right. <laughs> so she watches that real, real tough. Yeah, but you got to talk to these kids way, about it, and you, and don't ever think that because there's social media and there's internet and all of that that they are still getting the right information. But you don't want right. the internet and social media to teach your kids. Yeah. Right. Some yeah. people do. Some people do. And they no. think, it's oh, like, these kids know everything But that's because they don't have, a they they don't don't. have communication yeah, with their don't. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to educate. You should never stop educating your kids. Yeah. yeah. Facts. 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 So, and question for you. At what age do you think it's appropriate to have those conversations with your children about sex then? As soon as they can talk. Wow. Because you should be telling them the proper names 
Yeah. This is your vagina. This is your penis. These are breasts. Mm. So that you can tell them nobody should touch this area. None of these. Yeah. Because you're looking at, you know, poo-poo, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. You're naming it. Yeah. And so if something happens, they can't even tell you specifically wow. what it was because F-15. you've given them the mm-hmm. improper names. Yeah. Wow. As soon as they can talk, start teaching them about huh. it. Mm. You know, even with putting kids in the tub together. Yeah, right? yeah. Because they're going to become aware of other people's body parts and what's what. And even in that type of scenario, you need to be talking to them about right. those types of things. Right. right. And so what about like the shaming factor of, of sex? Right. I think in my culture, you don't talk about sex. You don't think about sex. It's a taboo until you get married. So you're shamed into not liking sex and I think that transfers and translates into you becoming an adult who does not really you look at sex as like it's a dirty act you know like it's something you just don't it's it's a dirty act it's rated nasty and then what happens when you turn yeah Yeah. What happens when you... I'm so sorry, my baby. Bill's going to be like, what happened? Um, And then what happens when you turn 16? You know, everybody rebels at 16, and you're going to do everything that you were taught... Man, not to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Including, yeah. right, including the sexual stuff because yeah. this whole time you were told that you couldn't do it. Yeah. Right? Mm. So that's what we run the risk of mm-hmm. when we put in that shaming mechanism, that stigma of it, you know, instead of explaining what the process is here for and Ooh. what it's designed for, which is procreation. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah. So talking well, about that with your child. Yeah. You know? Your private parts is only for reproducing. Your husband. Why? There it is. Yeah. That's what because this is what teach. it's here for. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm praying it. I'm trying to just hold out as long as I can. I came <sighs> close last year. She's 14, so. You haven't had that conversation with her about sex? Of course. That was like at 12. Okay, good. My wife is good at it, too, so she like, at like five or six, she was showing her how to wash her body parts. Right, and stuff like that, right. That That's important. And, like yeah. that. and now it's just like, at 12 is when I had to talk about weed, the drink, and mm-hmm. sex. But like last year, I found out she had a boyfriend. But that's good as a dad, though, as a father. Because sometimes, like your fathers, it's hard to have those conversations with their daughters. Especially with a daughter. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because yeah. you know what? It's, it's, it's a double-edged sword when it's having a conversation with your son versus your daughter. With son, it's like, oh, you're yeah, telling him son, something. Get some of that ass. Son, yeah, son. Smash, son. Yeah. Get that neck. So, you know what I'm saying? So men have different conversations. Get that with, what? That, that neck? Is that what you said? Neck. Ah, okay. Yeah. I just didn't hear what you said. Because I heard my homeboy talk to him. I say, tell his son saying, that. Yeah, I was we like, say it at home. Like, damn, you, you, damn, you encouraging him? <laughs> but, so, yeah. It's like, for me, it's for tough. my son, I just had a conversation about, hey, whenever you decide that that's what you want to do, Need to wear condoms. If you need me to get them for you, I'll get them. You know what I'm Did saying? Did you go as far as to show them how to put them on? I hadn't done that. I don't. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hadn't showed them how to put it on. But you know, if I have a son, I think you know. Yeah, I never thought about showing him how to put it on. So mm-hmm. that'd be a good. I said just the. Yeah, just to make sure he put it on right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very important. Yeah, right. it is yeah. absolutely. Plus, I don't want YouTube to teach my son how to put mm-hmm. on a condom. Anyway, so what, would, what was the difference between the yeah? 
the information, what was the difference between the conversation with your son and with your daughter? Well, well, for me, I, I don't I mean, I just straight up had a straight conversation with him. It's easy for me to talk to him because I'm so, me and him, I'm, I'm used to having those kind of conversations. I'm just really blunt yeah. with him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the difference with me would be um, I've known what I've done to women mm. and how I've treated women. Woo! And like. It hits home when it's your daughter. Facts. Right. So like my thought is like, damn, I had, <laughs> I can say it, but you know, just the, and this, I'm visual. I'm a very visual person, which yeah. fucks with me in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, Damn, I was hitting her doggy style. I had this leg up, and I'm thinking, damn, this probably gonna be doing that to my daughter. Right. So that's my thought process. You need to wipe. You need to wipe that out your head as soon as I can. It's just me. It's always been me. So let me get into her head as soon as possible. Yeah. So where if any if the worst thing that could happen is she fears it. Mm. What the fuck is my daddy gonna do to me if he finds out that I had sex? Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my wife was trying to talk me off the ledge when I found out she was kissing the little boy. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, step one. And that's like, her mom was taking her over the little boy's house. So, it's at at fuck. Leaving him unsupervised. She was giving him. Giving it to him. She took the meat to the butcher. Right. She took the meat to the butcher. You saw what I'm saying? That was my thought. Yeah, right. yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, because mm. what you think they doing over there? And then I, then I, you know, I asked. I was like, "Have you kissed him yet?" Yeah, we kiss. And I'm thinking, because kids have sex early. Because I can tell you honestly, yeah, I, I know kids. I, I, I had sex the first time sex. at 13. Yeah. yeah but wow. Oral sex is not considered sex to kids. Right. Man. They why, think shit, that's nothing. That's what they, that's, they think. That's what they think. They think it's nothing. Oh, I did that. Like, oh, that's that's not sex. That's okay. That's a sexual act. don't know. One of my god kids was telling me when she was younger, you know, they used to have rainbow parties. Is yeah. What, what the fuck what is that? Was a, with the, so everybody puts put on, on a, a different color, color lipstick. Mm-hmm. And whosever's colors, the fathers down on the dude's dick wins. Yep. What? So, so, all, so, it's one, so it's one dude. Right. And it could be all, several dudes. And they oh all my God. They several all dicks. dicks. With mm-hmm. different, like she'll have a red. So you have to leave your color. Red. That's some real freaky so ass shit. Right. The father, Dale, you go deep throw the man's penis. You win. And yeah. who's doing that? That's a 12 Children. and 13 Now that would be a good Children. ass adult game. <laughs> I'm married. I'm good. I don't need lipstick. Yeah, Damn. Good. Damn. Yeah. But you know, one thing I do teach my son too is, uh, is, as, is respecting women. Like I've never had, like I don't have conversations with him about, you know what, you should try multiple women and this, that, and the third. So I do teach but him how to respect women. Like, I can't control what he's going to do. Yeah, you can't. But, I, can, by but I just teach him. He's not going by what you're saying. He's going by how you acted. How do you treat women? Oh, I, I treat do women. You, are you with several women? No, I know. But he's I treat, never seen no. you with more than one woman. No. He's never seen you outside of his mama with no woman outside his mama. Oh, yeah, he has. Women I've dated, yeah. But those are those are relationships that I had hey, though. Man, it's not like I was man. bringing him multiple. Like, like every kids, time he's like been around, he's been around like multiple chicks. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that to him, but I do teach him yeah, how I hate to, to worry respect his mama. Respect, I hate it. Like, yeah. It's so, it's so. And he learns. He sees from how I treat, and that's what we talked about when we talk about the one is like being kind and how you treat other people. He sees how I treat his mom. He sees how I treat my mom. He sees how I treat his sister. Like he sees how women are supposed to be treated, and even my dad has those conversations with him about that based on how he's how the the way he grew up in his house and one thing he told me the other day he said there's one thing that I knew um you know growing up is that I will never hit another woman 
or I would never treat Another a woman. I would tra- never uh, hit a woman, I should say, and never treat, um, you know, have all these multiple women around my child. And yeah, because he's been in this situation where he's been around the other women. So that's like I do. I have had those conversations with him. So he's he pretty good dude. Now I can't control what he's going to do. Like if he's going to take the information and use it. Or, you know, but right now he's a pretty good dude. Like, he has a girlfriend. He's had her for a while, and he really likes her. So, you know, that's that's, good. that's, that's his good. only first serious Hopefully relationship, Hopefully she doesn't too. break his heart, and then he turns into a, a savage. Yeah, yeah. I've savage. had that. That's right. Yeah, I ain't yeah. gonna lie. That's happened in my life before. Do you think you know. he passed that down? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, it was a phase I had to go through. Mm. Yeah, my heart being broken. Yes, I have had a broken heart more than once. I'm sure we all have. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, let's want to wrap this up. All right, yeah. Great Uh, conversation. Yeah. Thank you, Miss Dr. Mo. Dr. Mo. Thank you you for having me. We definitely have you back. Please. I'm glad I was able to share you with the world. Absolutely. Oh, you're such a hogger. Thank you. I love the day, Brian. Yeah, I love this Mm -hmm. woman. Where we stand, counseling and consulting, 404 432 2924. If you're in the that. area, What's can you repeat uh, that you, number again, please? Website. Give My website, website is www.wherewestandga.com. And that phone number? 404 432 2924. And don't be afraid when you call her line and she doesn't answer the voicemail. Say, You've reached the private the private voicemail of Dr. Monica Gray, the <laughs> clinical <laughs> license psychiatrist. I hate to get that voicemail. She don't answer that damn phone. And you can also send me a text message or you can email, leave a voicemail if you call. I will get back to you. And she has a retreat coming up in November. It's already full, but next year, what? You have four years? Yeah, we'll have one in February. Coming up, so, hey, right. so if you want to attend that couple retreat, reach yep. out. Yes, absolutely. And I, t- I put all her uh, contact info in the bio. Okay, on the, on the podcast. So. Awesome. And also, we, so the link of, we can put the link from her website, and yeah. I'll send it to you. What's your uh, Instagrams and Facebooks if if you have those? So I don't have those linked okay. to the business. I try to keep all that separate. separate. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. just try to keep it simple. Yep. All right. But we gonna get you a Doctor Mo Instagram page because no. no. you know because no. you're gonna be hot and popping. Like I said, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm a little, yeah, I'm private like when it comes to that. You can't put private information right. to share yeah. people. Yeah. And yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 not private yeah. information. Just, you know, advertising. Yeah. Memes. Like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> memes. Memes. Full of memes. Oh, hey, memes. Last yeah. thing we need is yeah. someone talking about that. Uh, and your lunch. She posts that meme after our session. Exactly. She started posting her breakfast. Farts running up your butt. Her breakfast and posting her outfits. That she's going to wear to therapy for the day. Yeah, we keep it professional. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, no, no social media for Dr. Mo. No. Gotcha. But we appreciate you being on. Thank we you, definitely Dr. Do. Yes. All right, enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, so we're wrapping this One up. One queen, two kings. Hey, yes. so do we have final thoughts? You're going you're gonna to forget the final thoughts. Final thoughts. Yeah, you about to have forgotten. You the go, maestro. Go for Final it. thoughts. Since you since you had all the questions and all this, man. Wow. Snap, popping and today. snapping your Where hands. Where is, so. I was Final feeling thoughts. what Dr. Mo was saying. We I mean, can know, I live? Thank yeah. you very much. Final thoughts. I don't think I have any final thoughts. Well, no, I do. I'm lying. Final thoughts from the Queen Nana is, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to heal yourselves fully before you enter into relationships. Don't go into places thinking people are going to heal you because that's a false to me. It's a, it's a false belief. They can help you along your journey, but nobody can heal you. So yeah, if we want to stop this trend of 
going in saying men ain't shit, women are gold diggers, blah, blah, blah. We need to heal ourselves. Face your demons, right? Face your demons. And if you need a therapist, please look up Dr. Mel. She's here to help you dig down, deal with your childhood traumas, and get to the core mm-hmm. of it so you can love and be loved Right. Effectively. Gotcha. I don't have a final thought. I'll just pass that on, Steph Curry, to you. <laughs> My final thought would be you're in a relationship, plan on being in a relationship, are you already in a relationship? Please communicate. Oh yeah, let me just say this. Watch the damn Why this nigga didn't have nothing, man. <laughs> damn. I had to do that shit you're to you. Let me get another hug. Man. Oh my god. Another bro. Another bro hug. It's all love over here. All right, all I had to do it's it too. So yeah, just communicate, man, and let let it be known as much as possible about your feelings right. and how you feel about certain situations. If things get to, to you, let it be known so it won't be a secret and you won't explode mm-hmm. later on. All right. Now go ahead, Brian. What's your? Hey, I'm done. You done? I, I just wanted to mess with you and interrupt your final call. That's good. Yeah, I want to be an asshole. We out. Okay. One queen, two kings. All right. Until next time. Yes. Thank hey. you.